Welcome everyone to Pitta Party the Podcast. We just like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Sweat with Beck personal trainer and holistic coach, well known for her amazing booty bands. You can shop online at sweatwithbecknyc.com. So today our topic is plastic surgery because that is always such a hot topic in the media, especially when you're in the public eye like we are. I just wanted to explain why there is only two voices that you can hear here. So Danny's actually not here at the moment and I'm sure most of you are aware of Danny's situation. She um, has a lot on her plate um, being a single mum and she's also dealing with a lockdown. So um, we're just giving Danny a little bit of a breather at the moment. So it's just Daisy and I. So <laughs> strap it's yourselves in. Us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this topic today, plastic surgery. I mean, the Bravo world, Bravo celebrities, no one is a stranger to plastic surgery. And I think one of the most prominent seasons of Real Housewives um, that had a lot of plastic surgery focus would it be Real Housewives of Orange County because if anyone's a Housewives fan and they watch this season they will and they've seen it from start to um, current day they would know about Vicky Gumbelson and um, she basically reconstructed her whole face throughout the season um, she's gotten so much flack for that. But before she did that, she was actually being publicly called Miss Piggy by one of the housewives' partners. So Slade was calling her Miss Piggy because he said her face looked like a pig and she started literally changing her entire appearance. So that's quite sad. And then Tamara, one of the other OGs of um, the OC housewives, is famous for having, I think it's five boob jobs. So she had... Her boobs put in, her boobs made bigger, her boobs taken out, her boobs put in, made bigger, and then taken out again. So that was throughout the season. So being in the public eye, I mean, we've had our little taste of it filming below deck, and we've definitely had many opinions on whether we've had plastic surgery. So we are going to share it all today. And I definitely want to um, start with like the juiciest topic have Daisy, have you had anything done? <laughs> Shock horror. My boobs are fake. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I've been kind of lucky with um my whole kind of experience with people commenting on the way I look, thankfully. Um, because I know me and Danny or me and Ali, sorry, were pretty insecure going into the show about how we look and our body and you know I don't think overly insecure I think quite normal secure I think I think what actually Sydney and Danny experienced in their confidence was actually a lot more rare and uh, which mm. I massively admired I thought that was very very cool but I don't think we were like like it looked like I was obsessed I am a little bit obsessed with my weight but I'm not that obsessed it looked way worse <laughs> It was definitely a big focus for, for you and I. I mean, we had that, yeah. that episode, that vulnerable moment where I was sort of venting to you about feeling insecure about getting into a bikini, not only in front of all these new people, but in front of all these cameras. 
And yeah, and I think people find it refreshing, including the producers. I think they kind of found it refreshing that people were so kind of open to to kind of talking about it. And anyone who knows me, like I'll happily talk, I'll talk about anything. So there's, there's no <laughs> barrier with me. You no. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, luckily, you know, I had a, a positive experience and people were pretty shocked that my boobs were fake which you know is what I wanted I not that I I wanted not for people to know that I fake boobs but I never got my boobs done for them to be big fake things I got them to fit in with my body um I got them because I didn't like my boobs not because I wanted them to stand out but because they were for me and me you know if I lived alone for the rest of my life I would still be very happy with my boobs and they're for me and no one else so you know I I found an amazing surgeon who we never really discussed what I wanted he basically said this is what you're getting and this is your body and he's like if if you're looking for like big fake boobs that don't fit in with your body I'm not your surgeon that's not the surgery I do I do things to to I guess a word is maybe to reconstruct rather than to enhance maybe that's a good way of putting it yeah yeah um so yes I have fake boobs out of curiosity what did you get I got an implant I have no idea what my implant is (laughs) I have no idea what size of an implant he put in he was just like Oh, it was like, it. But he was overwhelmed. Like my friend was with me because I brought her for support and the two of us walked out and I was like, he knows his shit. Like he, and you know, that's what you're paying somebody else who's an expert. Like, and I think he really liked me because I got my surgery done really, really quickly and you would never get that. So I was actually booked in for the week, like the next week. And he was from his secretary and he's like, no way. He's like, you have to go away for six months and think about this. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I work on boats and I explained and I was like, I have two months holiday. This is the only time I can get this done. I've been thinking about this for a while. Like if this needs to happen. And he was like, the only reason I am doing this, he's like, I would never normally, but he's like, you seem so level-headed and you seem like you trust me and you seem like you're doing it for all the right reasons. So we trusted each other, which is what a doctor-patient relationship should be, I think. Um, so yeah, I had a huge amount, and you know, me and my friend walked away and we were like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He feels confident in the decision I'm making. Yeah, and and yeah, so I got a breast, one breast lifted, two implants no idea what's in there and um then but I got my nipples like moved because of all the surgery mm-hmm. so it was, a, it was a big surgery normally a breast enhancement's about an hour long and um, mine took two which is actually quite uh, long for a breast reconstruct like breast surgery or whatever um mm-hmm. so I had a lot going on and yeah, it was amazing. I fucking love my boobs. It was the best I thing love I ever boobs. spent. <laughs> I've seen a lot of them and I love them. <laughs> I think every I think it's safe to say everyone's a big fan of the boobs. Um, so yeah, I'm delighted with them. And yeah, to me they're perfect. And you know, I, I love them. And um, they were everything, you know, that I wanted them to make me feel, which is all what it's about. It's about how you feel. And I have had Botox as well. I've had it twice. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm going to give it a break. I love it, but I I think 
I'm I don't need it that much. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I just frown. I'm like every time I talk, I'm like, hey, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you feel like you've I, changed the look of your face because I know so because I have also um had Botox just in my frown line like in the middle of my brow um I haven't done it for a couple of years now but um it was like a preventative thing because I'm always when I'm on deck I'm always squinting um do you, and a lot of people are like oh my god it's gonna freeze your face you're gonna look fake do you feel because I don't feel like it changed my face do you feel like it changed your face at all absolutely not it definitely didn't I'm overly expressive it was okay for me to turn down <laughs> the expression in my face some may um, say necessary <laughs> yeah exactly so no I you know and I asked everyone and my friends are pretty brutal and everyone was like absolutely not like it looks the exact same and I just for me I'm kind of happy to slow it down a little bit um to you know I'm not pro it I'm not against it I think it's the fillers that change yeah the face I have to say I mean we're very I, I think it's safe to say me and Ali are pro um plastic surgery if it makes you feel more positive so I don't ever want it for me anyway I don't ever want it to come across that I'm not pro whatever you want to do but really don't get the filler I don't think I'll ever in my life get fillers so I once a few years ago I was going through um a breakup where I was absolutely devastated and I was really insecure this was I think about four years ago I was really insecure at the time I was insecure in myself um it's I've made no secret of the fact that I've had body issues in the past and this was me coming off the back end of these body issues when I was eating a lot healthier and my body was changing really quickly. Um, my shape was changing really quickly and um, I was learning how to be fit and how to be healthy and how to eat um, and feel my body properly. So I was already going through a lot of insecurities with all those changes and then I go through this breakup. I'm like completely heartbroken. So I decided to go out and get filler, cheek filler to make my like my bone structure look sharper um, and it was like, so when she asked me what I wanted, she said, do you want it just to make your bone structure look sharper or do you want it in the apple of your cheek as well? And I said, well, what, what do you think looks better? And she kind of, she was a bit, um, vague. So I didn't really have much information to go by cause I didn't even know I had options of where it could go. This was my first time doing something like this. And, um, I opted to have the filler. I guess, sorry to interrupt, but I guess what you were looking for was like more of like a hollowness in your. Yeah, in your, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, my body's changing. Like I've got, I, I, I think that I have quite nice bone structure in my face already. So I was trying to enhance that. And I was like, oh, I feel just, I feel just not, not that great in my body. Just so maybe use, my, just use like, blusher next time. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> So I just I contour. This, <laughs> I put this filler in, um, knowing that I was going to a festival over the summertime. Um, this was maybe a month before this festival. Knowing I was going to a festival and my ex was going to be there, so it was going to be the first time I see my ex. Wanted to look as hot as I possibly could, um, and I had no idea that the filler takes a few weeks just to settle. So I had the sharpest. Oh my god, Daisy. The sharpest, like, like structure, it was like there was bone protruding. It was almost alien-like. And I had to walk around in public like that. I had to go to work. 
I had to like see my friends and you can Do you have a photo? I'll find a photo. I'll find a photo and we can Yeah, and we can attach it to um to yeah, our links to this. Yeah, so people can I'll show I'll send a photo of my boobs. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm tease guessing. them. <laughs> yeah, I know. They'll be like, oh, my God, they're getting it. Everyone will tune in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joke. But I would be interested to um, see the bone structure for sure. Yeah, it was It was just It was just so different. And they said to me, oh, it'll settle in three or four weeks. So I didn't go back. There, You can dissolve filler. I didn't go back. I was like, no, I've committed to this. I spent $800 on that. I spent $800 to look like a psychopath for three weeks then it settled it looked nice and it went away in probably two weeks after that I was like what the fuck was the point what a waste of money and I looked psycho so So I looked crazy I didn't realize that filler is like Botox you have to keep it going quite quite consistently everyone's different and I think just that apparently because that area is quite meaty like where the apple of your cheek is apparently it can it can just get lost amongst that muscle Mm -hmm. that's there so um I you know I just threw that money down the drain and I look crazy for my best friend still to this day talks about he's like you look (laughs) horrific like a horror show I'm like thanks Thanks, Lex. You really. Well, my God, it wasn't permanent. That. Oh my God, I know. That's my experience of filler. Yeah, I have to say, I guess I don't ever want to come across as anti-plastic surgery, but I have to say, I haven't. I don't know many people who've had filler, but I have met people in like bars or um, things like like a lot of my friends get Botox and have had other a lot of breast surgery, whether it be reduction or lift or whatever. But filler isn't not something I'm very, um, uh, uh, I don't know, custom, or I don't know what's the word, familiar with. Yeah. But anyone that is obvious that they've had filler, it's just not a good look. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe people need to send in some photos of people who are really happy with their fillers. Yeah. Um, but like whether it be lip and like the cat look, the cat look is really scary because obviously you're getting fillers in your cheeks and your, your, I guess your cheekbone. And I guess what's happening, it's, it's closing your eyes. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. where the, the cat look is coming from. Yeah. Um, I mean. But obviously everyone's beautiful and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's just not. It's, it's just not own. something. We're not against. Yeah. And if it makes you happy, that's that's absolutely the main thing. But, you mm. know, I, I'm not sure. I'm a, I don't think I'll ever. I think it's safe to say I don't think I'll ever get filler. I would be very shocked in my life if I ever decided to get filler. Yeah. Botox I'll probably go to town with in time. Yeah. But just... <laughs> Pro Botox. Pro yeah. the tox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember you and I, so um, I have natural boobs and um, I... Oh, yeah, I forgot about this conversation. Yeah, we've we've chatted. I chatted to you, um, maybe it was during season. I don't know, maybe Mm -hmm. it was after season. but um, It was. It was a bit of both. Bit of both, yeah. So I've I've thought for a while about getting really small implants. So I think my boobs are at the moment, like, I mean, I'm pregnant right now, so my boobs are huge right now, but, and they're just going to get bigger. But um, I, I mean, think my boobs before I was pregnant were always, always sat quite nicely, but I just wanted that little bit more fullness. And I always thought about getting just a cup size up. And I've had, I've talked to so many people about it and you 
were probably one of the most encouraging because of what a positive experience that you have had with um with your boobs and I've kind of I mean now it's a bit I've got a bit of a different story because I don't know what my boobs are going to look like after breastfeeding so that's like a whole different thing but I did get to a point where I thought no maybe it's not worth just to go one cup size up maybe it's not worth putting my body through um through all that and the expense I guess as well but um you were totally like yeah, I think I think for me, you know, I, I kind of went, kind of did what you did and I kind of went back and forth and was a bit like, fuck that, it's so much money. Like, I'm not spending this money. Like, I didn't hate my boobs that much. Like, I would, you know, happily take my top off and happily go topless, like, on the beach or whatever. So I was never that committed. And then I, you know, thankfully got to a point where I was financially... um stable and it was you know not not a huge expense for me and you know to an age you know I was 30 or maybe 31 or something that you know I felt confident in this the decisions I was making and I kind of just woke up one day and I just said fuck this I'm doing it and I did it and it was just the best thing I ever did and I think looking back the things that were stopping me I think the biggest thing was what other people thought people do you know what do you know what it was it's two things in my life where people were the most discouraging were plastic surgery and below deck and as soon as I did them yeah I mean most people I know or like you're sitting around and having a drink and you start talking about surgery and you know you say oh my friend got a boob job and you're out with five friends and everyone's like oh why did she get a boob job like nobody needs plastic surgery blah 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 and you kind of when you're thinking about doing yourself you kind of sit there and you're like yeah no she's such an idiot like why would she do that so I think I let I let other people's opinion for way too long influence my own even though I didn't vocally talk about myself I would listen in what other people thought about other people getting surgery and then obviously thankfully I'm confident enough that one day I woke up and was like fuck this I'm doing this I want this and oh my god all of the people who said like you know you know when you're with guys and you say fake or natural honestly most guys will say oh natural like fake or gross like blah 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 at least in my experience Mm. and it played a huge impact on my decision and then I decided to get it and all of those people were like you did the best thing your boobs are amazing like you yeah and the exact same with below deck the way people spoke about Below Deck and I was so close to not doing it because people were so negative and we'd sit and watch it and be like, what idiot would... And I did the same. I'd be like, what fucking idiot would do this show? Like, you have to be a moron. And then I did it. And all of those people who were negative were like, this is the best thing you've like could have done. Like, we're so proud made of you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I guess people are just scared to do things that are a bit different and they I think it's all about conforming to what other people think and with me with surgery I think you have to be in a position where you feel very confident in your decision and I was but I definitely want to let people know when they come to me asking me about my experience I'm like if there's a part of you that wants to get it done I'm like fucking go for it if you get any feeling like I did out of it you know I'm like yeah, it, it was an incredible feeling. Um, and I love them to this day. I still kind of stare at them. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <Just admire> brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
so I'm you know I'm a massive pro um kind of surgery in that sense that if it's something that makes you feel better but it has to be for you it can't be for anybody else and yeah and I would hope it gives people the the confidence that it gave me but there's a you know of course there's a fine line and those women on you know the real housewives I think from what it sounds like it came from a much more negative place like nobody should be bullied into getting surgery nobody should be oh, I never got told my whole life you have horrible boobs no one ever said that to me you know if someone had said that to me and I got surgery that might have been a different story but I did it for me and I did it because of the way I felt and um, so there's a fine line for sure Mm, yeah I completely understand that and then we were chatting um just before we got on the podcast we were chatting about the difference between doing things for um cosmetic purposes or for you know just because you want to enhance a look or change a look or conform to an idea but then there's also um what's the word we're gonna use (laughs) don't use that (laughs) word (laughs) when you're no, when you're reconstructing, yeah, when you're reconstructing something that I think the problem is, is that you want to look perfect. But the, the reality is, is we look at like porn or magazines or movies and we just assume everyone looks like this. Mm-hmm. And in the culture, you know, especially non-European culture, um, you know, in Ireland and England, especially in America, we're so ashamed from our bodies that because we don't share our bodies with each other, we just assume everyone looks like they look like on TV. And we're like, mm. oh, my boobs are deformed. <laughs> deformed was the word, by the way. Everyone's <laughs> dying to you. I'm, t- I'm trying to be PC about a better word. But I, deformed, I think right? you're right. But I think it's what we think are de- is deformed, but it's not. It's yeah, 90% yeah. of the people look different, but we just see the 10% on movies yeah that all look perfect and assume because we're so uncomfortable with our body and um, and with 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 being naked that we assume that everyone else looks like this yeah and um, well, I have a little bit of a um you don't even know this actually not many people do mm. know this but I have a little surprise so I haven't had any plastic surgery I've had Botox but I have had one surgery and that is called otoplasty I've had my ears pinned back when I was quite young um, because my ears stuck out and I didn't even know as a child that it, that my ears stuck out. It wasn't – I was just so in la-la land and not um, – you know, I didn't have society drilling into me these perfect looks as a child and, of course, my family are not going to be suggesting Can you also surgery. put up a photo of your ears? <laughs> Oh yeah, it'll be like little kid photos, but I'll I'll definitely yeah, yeah, find some. Yeah, and then and then so what they do is they cut like the extra cartilage from the back of your ear, and they basically just sew it back, so it just sits back. And then they um they need to create like a different fold in the ear to make it look a bit more natural. So it was quite painful, and I was quite young. I was um I was in high school, so I wasn't a, I wasn't a kid, but it was my choice, and I spoke about it. As I grew older and I realized my ears stuck out, I got I was so self conscious that I used to wear like headbands over my ears, like you know. You have told me this. Mm. Oh, have I? Yeah, yeah. Because I I always forget that I've had it done because it wasn't 
you think about plastic surgery to be more for cosmetic reasons, but for me that was, it was like, I, that's why I would keep using, uh, thinking of the word deformity because I felt in my mind, I felt like it was a deformity. My ears stuck out and it didn't look normal. It didn't look like everyone yeah. else's ears. I think that that's the most positive, you know, kind of plastic surgery is things like your ears and my boobs where yeah. it, it just was a kind of a, a bit of a shit hand. Um, you know, <laughs> definitely not deformed, but just, just a bit shit. Like, really? Really? Like, fucking asshole. <laughs> you made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I have to say, I, fucking hate my nose like I hate it and I would do anything more than to love to get to a nose job but that would be for me out of pure vanity and it wouldn't be because I got dealt a shit hand I just don't have a perfect nose so I will not be getting my nose done but if anyone was to ever ask me if there was something else you would like to get done that would be the thing I would choose. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't like my nose, but I'm going to not do it because you're going down the path, I think, of, of vanity and not just feeling more confident and feeling, making yourself a better version. Mm. I'm not anti it. You know, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm pro plastic surgery and whatever makes you feel good. But for me, that would be coming more out of a bit more of a, a vain place rather than a, than a, a, like if I was so insecure about my nose and I didn't want to get mm. photos and I didn't want people mm. to see it, then I would be, I would get it done. But that is just because I want to look more perfect. But Yeah, I <laughs> completely understand that. I completely understand. Um, we'll just interrupt for a moment to thank our sponsor. Yes, we would just like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Sweat with Beck, at the New York-based personal trainer and holistic health coach known for her body band workouts. They're a real burner. Yeah, Daisy, my Sweat with Beck booty bands were actually my lifeline in quarantine before filming Below Deck. And if you head to her Instagram, she has so many banded workouts to change up your routine each day. Yes, I also love her ab roller for core workouts. Beck does regular challenges of 100 rollouts a day, and they are honestly so brutal. You can shop her products online at sweatwithbecknyc.com. Now back to the podcast. <laughs> yes, back to our favorite. Back to the juice. <laughs> well, obviously we did. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, speaking of, so our sponsor, Sweat With Beck, she's actually a good friend of mine. Um, and she has, she had breast implants. And I asked her permission. I said, do you mind if I chat about this on um, our podcast? Because her story, her experience with her implants were, um, she had like a, I think I can't, there's a, tech, a medical term for it, but it was kind of like a concave in her breasts so it was I mean similar to like the reason like I mean a totally different um reason but similar um backing behind well I had why. a thing called I had a thing called tuberous breasts oh okay what does that mean so it's just google it you'll see it okay. and I actually <laughs> okay. learned I actually learned about it um from watching a program with Billy Piper and because I'd never asked anyone or assumed it's a, it is actually a condition or deformity, Ali, if you want to call it that. Oh God. <laughs> it's, like, it's a condition, which is probably similar idea of what Beck had. And I was actually watching a program with Billy Piper about being a hooker, a high-end hooker. 
And she's like, yeah, I've got tuberous breasts. And she was sleeping. One of her clients was a was a breast surgeon. He's like, you know, you have a thing called tuberous breast. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I have because her boobs are similar to mine or something oh, like this. So yeah, wow. so it actually turned out, it's actually a really, really common condition, which is possibly what Beck has. And because we don't talk about this enough, I didn't know. And it took me to watch a program yes. with Billy Piper <laughs> about prostitution for me to realize at 26 that my bo- boobs are actually a normal deformity and it's actually really oh, wow. common to have this yeah That's so you have so to google it yeah i'll google it well um i'm not sure i mean i i'm only speaking on behalf of this the bits and pieces that beck has told me over the years but i remember so i used to be a beauty therapist and i would do spray tans and i used to spray tan beck and so i saw her boobs many times when i was spray tanning and i was like oh my god your boobs are so perfect She's like, yeah, they're under the muscle, they're this, they're that, this is the size. And I was like taking mental notes. I'm like, if I ever get my boobs done one day, I want them, I want to emulate hers. But then she, a couple of years ago, she um, was getting really sick. She was having a lot of inflammation. She was holding a lot of fluid. Um, She's a personal trainer and she's very, very fit and healthy and she was her skin was puffy her like no, no matter how hard she worked out no matter how many treatments she did of detoxing and changing her diet like nothing was working for her and she ended up working out that it was actually her implants that were causing her to get me sick all the time so no, she had to this make, scares me I know and I know and then she had to actually get them removed and she's never been happier she is so lean and she has no fluid retention like it's all gone she she still has to um eat quite a strict diet because i think she's got quite a few intolerances but she's not doing it um because of the like the effects that her implants were giving her because they made her so she was physically sick all the time and she was run down she was fatigued and she's such an active person so um having her implants taken out even though for her, she got them put in because she felt like she had um, a, I don't want to say deformity again, <laughs> <laughs> a condition. She had a condition. Um, but she, living life without them, I mean, she looks beautiful, stunning anyway, but living life without them has been a, a completely life-changing experience. Yeah, that's obviously a massive, um, you know, there are huge risks to surgery and you have to be very confident in your decision. And what, what I mean, amongst many reasons why I hesitated for a long time, this wasn't a rash mm. decision for me, was the the side effects like, I like breastfeeding. I was obsessed with like the fact that I mightn't be able to breastfeed. And then I woke up one day and I was like, okay, the reality is I mightn't have children. Like you need to have sex to have children and that's not happening. So... <laughs> I was like, why am I worried about breastfeeding my imaginary children? I was like, I'll deal with that when it comes. Oh, but and, so you can't um, breastfeed with implants. No, there's 50, got- 50% chance. I won't know until oh. I have my children. There's just no way of knowing, but there's a high percentage chance that I won't be able to. I'm, I don't care. As long as my baby's healthy and is being fed, my imaginary baby, um, I'll be fine. So yeah. And obviously then you hear a huge amount of stories about implants uh, leaking and not doing exactly what happened to Beck. And these are all risks you need to consider. And that is something mm. that I am scared about down the line. Not not because uh, I'm getting them removed, but because of my health and because of being sick and not knowing why I'm sick. 
so far they haven't affected me at least not physically maybe in my brain maybe this, maybe this turned my brain too much um but if you know, instantly turned like bimbo hi yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god obviously if anyone is thinking of taking getting breast surgery there are a huge amount of positives but there are a lot of negatives that um need to be considered and it's not something that should be done lightly i you know especially um concerned when young pe- very young people get it done like it's it's you know, oh it's a yeah huge when, like, if you're 18 or i mean is there a Crazy. i don't know what it, i don't even know in australia i'm sure there would be is there a um do you have to be 18 years old to i get think you might have or? to be 18 but i think you can get it younger if you get it per- parental consent Mm-hmm. yeah okay but I'm not too sure but I mean 18 is obviously like super young and what I was gonna say is we obviously did a like a like a question box for people to kind of write in their experiences and um I think you know there were a few things to take away from it one the majority of people were very pro plastic mm. surgery and a lot of the comments were if it makes you feel good screw everyone else um, uh, quite a few people wrote in I know to you Ali about how young they were and I was a bit like and some people did say they wish they waited until they were older that 18 was quite young to make a huge decision but one of the ones that I found really interesting was the penis enlargement um What's we never hell? talk about males get you know I think that's another huge thing that needs to be touched on is we're always worried about what women think and what they're doing to their bodies and I feel really bad for men who might you know like want plastic surgery whether it be you know I know that a lot of them get boob reductions for men who have a lot of breast tissue or maybe you know if they have a a, a deformity of a small penis I'm just, oh god that's gonna be the running joke that was a joke it was a joke it was a joke I'm all about every penis, every shape and size. Gonna, I know. The media is going to quote you now, like, I love all penises. Small penises are deformity. Oh, I know. It was a joke, people. But, it's a joke. You know, I know, I know that people, just like women with small breasts, you know, men might feel insecure about themselves. And it must be really, really difficult, difficult because we never talk about it. And I must, mm. I would feel really sorry for a man who felt it because I, I can guarantee you now, none of my male friends, if they ever even thought about for a second of getting plastic surgery, not that I think any of them need to because they're, they're all gorgeous. Um, but <laughs> you know, if they did want to, I feel bad for them because I, I don't think that they can ever openly admit it or say it. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like women, we're entitled to do what we want with our body and especially if it makes us feel better. But I think men must have a really um, difficult time. So if any men out there have any stories of their own plastic surgery or they wish that they had someone to talk to about plastic surgery, hit me and Ali up. We'll, mm. we'll talk you into Wait, it. Can, can you tell me, did he go into any detail about, because I don't know anything about penis enlargement. He, did that, he tell you any speak. detail? I need to know. I think he did. I think he did. He It was very short because it was obviously in the, the question box, but he yeah. said that he went from three inches to eight inches, which is really scary. Eight. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, is that That's like... Is that is that your happy penis or your sad penis? I'm like, because <laughs> if that's your sad penis at eight inches, that's really scary. Oh my God. <laughs> oh 
And then he also says it takes 30 minutes to come. Me and Alex, I'm sorry, 30 minutes is far too long. I would be exhausted. No, absolutely. There's not enough lube in the world to to keep us going for 30 minutes. Unless you're having like a sexy vacay, like yeah, you can you can go for hours. That's fine. But when yeah, I'm or if you stop, yeah. Bed, but also, if you like start and stop, and you know, I'm like, is that thirty minutes consecutive sex? I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, is that like you watch, you know, a bit of Netflix and then you go again? Is like you have like, you oh know? Oh my god! Let's put into perspective. This is an eight-inch penis that's going for thirty minutes. I feel sorry for these women yeah. because no. that is brutal <laughs> no i yeah i don't i don't know if he thought about that but good on him yes, you know good yes. on him for for Props doing what makes him feel good and maybe i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm don't. i gonna stop talking because it'd be like i would love <laughs> to know like i know this sounds really seedy but i want to know what it looks like like i want to know what it looks like flaccid and what it looks like hard and what do they put inside like i need details on this i'm about to go on like a massive Google sesh. <laughs> I'm gonna probably fall on a lot of really creepy porn, but <laughs> I know I just didn't even think. You know what he wrote in, and I think he was the only male he wrote in. And I was like, "Fuck!" I completely forgot about the male species. I forgot about the other half. I was like, "They're like tough plastic oh, yeah. surgery." And um, you know, we're all obsessed with talking about women and their bodies. And you know, I do feel sorry for men that they don't have a safe place to to be able to talk about it and it must be really you know it must be really difficult one to feel insecure about your body and two not to feel like you have anyone to talk to um and maybe I'm jumping the gun maybe they do feel like they can talk about it but I think we know men pretty well and I think they're not comfortable talking about their insecurities or especially about Mm. their body because it seemed like a a female thing a female's job but um yeah yeah like I said right into us and uh and give us your thoughts but mm. we're obviously yeah. a pro pro plastic surgery and I know if Danny was here and um, she's very pro plastic surgery she obviously got her boobs done they look incredible as well and her Botox and I mean Danny's fucking smoking hot anyway and yeah, um, she's, she's able she to breastfeed even, it might be an idea for her I mean I haven't discussed this with her but if um anyone had any specific questions because I actually thought it was going to be it was it would be quite interesting to know um, for me personally, being a pregnant woman, now that she's breastfeeding and she's breastfeeding while she's got implants, I would like be interested to know her experience um, on that as well. Um, but, yeah, maybe she might do a live on that or something and just do – she's doing um, quite a few regular lives at the moment if everyone's following her Instagram page, I am Danny Suarez. Um, but yeah, I think that would be, I would like to know that just because I have, I have wondered like once I have breastfed, am I going to want to, am I going to want to get implants then? Cause my boobs are going to look different, but then I think I want to have two children. So I'm in that sort of like wondering state of mind at the moment about it. So It'd be interesting to know what Danny's experience is like breastfeeding with implants or if anyone else out there has some stories to tell, I would love to know. For sure. And I think that brings us 
to the I think we've exhausted oh, <laughs> plastic yes. surgery. We definitely have. And I definitely have purposely not even addressed um the uh constant accusations of me having lip filler because we've oh, yeah. really milked that. I have not got milk filler <clears throat> milk, milk filler. Lip filler. I'm thinking about breast milk, that's why. <laughs> I have not got lip filler, so we don't even need to talk well, about that. Well, do you know what? Do you know this what? This is my we, face. <laughs> we, we were also going to talk a bit about on um, about uh, photoshopping as well and about trolls. So oh, maybe yeah. this can be our maybe this can be another topic for us about photoshopping trolls. The fact that you do not have lip filler and everyone needs to mind their own business and um, so that would be a good topic for us to to discuss because I'm sure me and you and Danny could go on for hours about that as well because that's really a whole nother topic in itself there's so much yeah. to talk about Should there. Continue. yeah Definitely. and the the people online and their um their nasty ass opinions um, oh my god, we, we'll definitely um, I think it'd be a really good idea to do um if we collect some of our some of our trolls comments if like Ooh, I mean, it's yeah. probably not that healthy to go through but they're pretty funny like they get pretty oh they are pretty sometimes. funny oh my god if i don't i don't get too few, many anymore but um i got a few about my my voice well i'll save them all no we're gonna save them all we're gonna i'm not gonna yeah. delve into it so yeah we've gone into we're just a whole getting started with today. pinna party the podcast exactly. we've got a lot, we have a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Daisy. Um, I know it's really early for you, so thanks so much for getting up early. And we oh will see pleasure. everyone next week for our next episode of Peter Party, the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.